Welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. It's the podcast with you in mind. We're still out of town, so this week we're going into the archives. I went back and pulled an episode that I think you'll really enjoy. We talk about forgetting about the score. It's an important way of really focusing yourself when you're playing out there. You're going to play a lot better. And also about reframing kind of how you look at the game. You know, there are important things like shots that you need to know, but there's a whole lot more in order to play your best pickleball. Hope you enjoy the podcast. What do we mean when we say forget about the score? Why forget about the score? Well, when you sign up to play pickleball, you got to keep track of the score, right? And you got to know the score. Otherwise, you don't know which side to stand on. That's true. You're also playing to 11 normally, so you need to know the score to know whether you've won or lost or whether the game's over, actually. But what about between rallies? What about between, you know, between points? How much focus should we spend on the score as opposed to the next rally and then more specifically the next shot? Let's think about it in terms of what we can and cannot control out there. Score is something we cannot control. No matter what you do, you cannot control the actual score. What you can control is the next shot you hit. You can control your focus in terms of tracking that ball and making sure that you're on the ball, so to speak, uh, while you're hitting it. Uh, You can also focus on where you hit the shot, what type of shot you hit, who you hit the ball to, the strategy you implement, all your core position, your movement. Those are all things that you have control over and that you can actually influence by your actions, by your decisions, and by how you play the game. The score is really a result. So you can't really say, I'm going to score a point because you don't know whether you're going to score a point. You also can't specifically say, I'm not going to let them score a point because maybe they're going to score a point no matter what you do. Even if you play the best, the best rally you've ever played, the other team might still score a point uh, because there's things that happen that are outside your control. The wind is outside your control. How well your opponents play is outside your control. How well your partner plays outside your control for the most part. So the question is, what can you control? And what you can control, again, is the the decisions that you make specific to the shot you're hitting, where you're hitting it, and the strategy you're implementing. So instead of focusing so much on the score, which is something that you can control, or cannot control, I should be more clear, focus on things that you can control, such as the shots you're taking and things like that. What happens is if you, if you take this approach, so this is a process-oriented approach where you're focusing on the process, you're focusing on making sure that the process that you're following makes sense. Uh, if you focus on the process, the results will naturally follow. So, you know, focus on the process, let the results be what they are. And it'd be nice if, you know, the, taking it to an extreme, if you could have total score amnesia, where basically you just played every rally. So you just hit every shot, every shot, every shot. And then at the end, at some point, uh, somebody, you know, third party, say a referee or a third party would just say, okay, game's over. And when, oh, game's over. Great. What happened? Did we win or did we lose? Because the points in the score are something that we can't control, right? So just, they would tell you, well, you won or you lost. And the only thing that you can, that you'd be focusing on during the whole, during the whole game is, are, are the things that you have control over. So your actions, your shots. And if you can focus, if you can hyper-focus on the things that you have control over, and not focus on things you don't have control over, you'll have better results. A couple of areas where this becomes particularly important is when the score gets out of hand. So sometimes the score will be out of hand in your favor. You know, you're up like 10-2 or something like that. And then the other team will make a comeback. So now all of a sudden it's 10-8. You know, say they're serving 8-10. The score might influence how you feel, right? You're going to get tense. Your arms will get tense. Your legs will get tense. Everything's tense at that point. And 
So now you're you're so focused on the fact that they've come back. Your mind starts saying, how did this happen? I can't believe they come back. I can't believe I might lose this game and things like that. That should not, the, you know, the score and they're coming back should have absolutely no impact on how you play. Whether you hit a shot to the left, to the right, to the middle, uh, whether you, uh, you know, poach, attack, defend, the types of things that you can have control over, the types of shot you're hitting and where you're hitting and things like that should not change whether the score is 8-10 or the score is 2-10. Should be the same. You know, if it's the right shot, it's the right shot regardless of the score. So you want to play in a way where you're not focusing on the score and you're allowing your play to dictate the results, which then will get you the score, hopefully, that you want. Another area where the score can affect your play is the other side. So say you're down 2-9 or something like that in a game. Sometimes that'll happen. What happens is our mind basically just just ships it in, just just says, listen, I'm done. You know, 2-9, how am I going to come back? Nothing I can do about that. I'm just going to lose this game and then you know, get ready for the next game. You don't want to play that way. Well, the way you want to play is you want to play, okay, what's the next shot, right? What's the next rally? What's going on? And then focus on that. And then you may lose. I mean, obviously, if you're down 2-9, uh, good chance that you're going to lose percentage-wise. But that's not, that's not what you're out there to do. What you're out there to do is you're out there to play the best rally you can, keep fighting when you're out there, and then let the score be whatever it is. And the score at the end of the day, really, is just numbers, right? It's a number for you and a number for your opponent. And we've agreed that 11, normally 11 is the goal. So, you know, whoever gets 11 first will win. But the, the score is really just a, a it's a basically a representation of a, of a several rallies and points that have occurred over a period of time. Nothing you can do about that. All you can do is focus on the next shot, the next rally, and let the results be what they may. Next time you're out there. Try to focus less on the score and focus more on what you're doing out there in terms of the shots you're hitting, your movement on the court, and things like that. And trust me, your results will improve, and you'll get the score you want by not focusing on it. This week in The Rift, we're going to talk about the multifacetic nature of pickleball and how it has multiple aspects to it that are all important to becoming the best pickleball player you can be. Stay tuned for The Rift. If you listen to the podcast, you know that we have the Pickleball Summit coming up at the end of June, June 27, 28, 29, and 30. CJ Johnson and I from VI Pickleball will be hosting a number of presenters on a wide range of topics, all, all surrounding pickleball, but a wide range of topics in preparation for that summit. As we work with the presenters, get the topics organized, get the schedule set, what it's really focused me on or, or honed in on for me is the, the breadth of of knowledge or the breadth of areas that pickleball touches on. So, you know, at the summer, we're going to have uh, folks talking about things like, uh, you know, like body injury prevention. So basically maintaining your body, trying to reduce injury. Uh, how do you reduce injury about gear? You know, what kind of gear do you need in order to play proper pickleball? Uh, you know, an easy one, for instance, is shoes, you know, a lot of, not a lot, but there are a significant number of players who play with shoes that are just not proper for pickleball. Uh, it can lead to injury. So, you know, proper gear like shoes, paddle, balls, uh, you know, again, injury prevention for the body, things like, you know, fitness tips that can help you improve as a player, you know, things like balance and mobility, uh, flexibility. I mean, all those things get, you know, can have a huge impact on your game as a pickleball player. And then, you know, there, then there's the, the mental side of the game. You know, how do you, how do you stay focused? How do you kind of like the, the main topic we talked about in this week's podcast, you know, like, are there tricks or techniques that you can you can follow 
uh, to to basically improve your mind and to keep your mind more focused and more at ease when you're out there playing. Uh, and then, you know, obviously strategies and techniques and shots that you can bring into your game uh, to help you not just play better pickleball, but also just feel more comfortable on the court, feel more confident when you're out there, knowing what's going on, knowing what you're doing, uh, knowing what your objectives are. And, you know, those those tools then allow you to play a better game of pickleball. Uh, and playing a better game of pickleball, I don't know about you, but for me, makes me feel better on the court. I'm generally more satisfied when I leave the court. If I played a, you know, win, lose, or draw, it's not about winning or losing there. It's basically about playing the best that I can play and also about having a good sense about what's going on out there, feeling comfortable what's happening. Uh, just, you know, makes me enjoy the game more and makes me feel more satisfied and more and more complete by playing pickleball. So, highly encourage you to, you know, look at pickleball as a more, you know, having more facets or more, uh, you know, more dimensions than simply, okay, I got to get a good third shot. If I get a good third shot, I'm going to be a good pickleball player. I'll be the best I can be. Not going to be the case. You can develop a good third shot and that's great. You know, I, I, I congratulate you and I, and I, I commend you for doing that. But you also need these other things. You know, you need to make sure that you have the right gear. You need to make sure you're hydrating. You need to make sure you're wearing you know, the best clothing that'll keep you cool, the best while you're playing out there, things like that, things that we may not think about that much as being pickleball specific will really, really improve your game. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you rate it, please, on iTunes or any other platform that you listen to it. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. Remember, if you liked it, they probably will too. Stay well and see you next week.